what are we saying here? Are we saying that a woman has to lower her standards in order to make these guys feel better? Or are we saying that these guys need to get up off of their behinds and be better? One in a million, a million, the one villain. Too hot to be in the kitchen. I'll end up melting the ceiling. This video is brought to you by ExpressVPN. We're trying to get at the root cause. Why are men in such crisis? I mean, the stats are like only 40% go to college. So they're losing out to women there in a big way. And women with degrees don't marry men who right. don't have degrees. So... <laughs> Everybody started clapping like, yeah. <laughs> Yo, listen and listen well. The moment he said that women don't marry men without degrees or women with degrees don't marry men without degrees, people started clapping. And the reason they started clapping is because they honestly believe that a woman should not have to date below her standard. She should not have to date down the ladder, which this is something that is very much true. Women often want to date a man who is either on their same level on social status or higher. Men tend to date across their social status and below. So men have no problem dating women who make less money than them, who, you know, may not have a job at all. There's nothing necessarily inherently wrong about that. But we did come up with this concept that Men and women should both be in the workplace. Women said that we want to go into the workplace and we want to have our cake as well. And even if we have to sacrifice the family structure to do so, we are willing to do that. Okay, cool. So instead, we send our children off to daycare and children are being raised by nannies and people they don't really know, strangers. And this is all for the sake of progress, progress. What happens when progress is damaging our children? What happens when progress is fundamentally creating an environment where children are being raised by neither one of their parents? Nobody ever thought about that. But let's continue. <laughs> Great, you'll be lonely forever, aren't you? <laughs> Facts. Facts. Amen to that. Okay. If you don't, if men are not going to college and men aren't graduating on the same level that women are, and women don't want to date guys who don't have the same social status of them or higher, then it only begs the question, then what? So people are having less children. Women are becoming lonely, which men are becoming lonely. But the problem is men don't do so well with rejection and being lonely. Men have to get that testosterone out somewhere. It's no wonder if you leave men, especially young boys, idle-minded with no poutine, it's only natural that they're going to find other means of getting their frustration out, and they're going to be angry at the world, and then they're going to lash out, and they're going to hurt people in the process. Don't get me wrong. There are people who get plenty of sexual gratification who still do crazy things, but we're talking about on mass. We're talking about the average. I didn't tell my wife. They, 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 don't, they don't marry as much, which I think is great, but other people think that's a terrible thing. Okay. Uh, people do like a, a mate, whatever. That's a, whatever your boat, your boat floats by. What's up, y'all? Good to see y'all in the Hobby Lobby. Tracy, Iron, Chair, 
What's an LCS? I don't know what an LCS is. You have to uh, spell that one out for me. <laughs> um, but there is something going on. I mean, mass shootings is a uniquely male crime. It's always because some dude in Buffalo, you know, had somebody swipe left on him too much. All right. So this is BS, right? I'm going to call BS on this. I don't think men are going up. I don't think men are becoming mass shooters because they're not having intimate relationships with women. I think men, for the most part throughout history, have been the most aggressive and the most violent. You're going to get bad apples. There are millions and millions of men in this country. It's only natural that you're going to find a few thousand who lose their minds and go off and do something horrific. It may not be something as serious as a mass shooting, but it might be something as far as joining a gang or, you know, dropping out of high school and getting addicted to drugs. There are so many different bad avenues that men will take because men by nature seek excitement. They seek a journey. And when you don't give them a journey, they're going to go off and find their own. And many people are willing to offer them one. So yeah, we have guns now. So of course, some young idiot is going to get a gun and go shoot up a bunch of people. But if you would have rewind a thousand years ago, maybe that person would have grabbed a sword and went and chopped up a bunch of people. We don't know. We've had serial killers and all that. So I don't think it's necessarily tied to the lack of sexual gratification with women. But, but I don't think it helps. That I mean, I feel like that's what's going on here is, is a lot of sort of maleness. Latent Christianity syndrome. <laughs> you gotta uh, explain that to me. <laughs> I am not having a LCS charity. <laughs> Where you coming from with that? This coming to the fore and uh, announcing itself in violence and racism and hatred because they're lonely and lost. Bill Maher is doing a lot of stretching here. I, I originally thought that I was going to click on this video and I was going to be like, okay, I agree with Bill Maher on these, right? But there is no scientific data to prove any of this. There is no nothing linking the lack of sexual gratification or intimacy with a woman, which causes men to take these routes. I mean, they try to blame like video games and stuff like that on why men go out and do those things. And I don't think there's anything really linking that either. People grasp for straws when they try to figure out why certain people do what they do. Yes, the lack of women and male positive relationships are having a major impact, but I don't think we're in a position to really pin down exactly how that expresses itself. And I think Bill Maher is grasping for straws on this. I feel that they are not useful in society. The most How did we get there? The most unstable nations in the world have one thing in common, and that is they have too many lonely, broke, and alone men. Right. The dangerous person in the world. Someone Rusty wasn't attacked because of the fatwa. He was attacked because a guy was living in his mother's basement. We have, we have a crisis among young men, and it starts at a young age. Young men are twice as likely on a behavior-adjusted basis to be suspended. Seven in 10 high school valedictorians are women. For every one female, for every two female graduates from college in the next five years, you only have one. The scariest stat. You know, people talk a lot about, like, uh, oppression of women and throughout history. Let's acknowledge that. There were a long period of humanity where women did not have the same privileges or the same rights as men for the most part. But what are we saying here? Are we saying that a woman 
has to lower her standards in order to make these guys feel better? Or are we saying that these guys need to get up off of their behinds and be better, right? I'm not talking about the guy who's a plumber, the guy who's a truck driver. Those are very good professions. Having a trade as a man is a very good thing to have. And nobody should be looking down on those types of people. When women, especially women with degrees, think that you're less of a man because you fix roofs or you do plumbing or whatever the case may be, that's not a woman you want to be with regardless. But we are faced with an issue. Women are graduating at much higher rates than men. These women don't want those men who don't graduate on the same level as they do. So what do we do? Do we, cause, do we tell women, lower your standards? Or do we tell men, meet those standards? Which one is easier to accomplish and which one makes more sense? I'm erring on the side that men need to step up their game and men need to, you know, rise above the occasion. You cannot be a real man while at the same time arguing that you can't meet the challenge or that you can't step up to the challenge. But at the same time, we do live in a climate where women are told that they have to seek certain relationships or that women must meet a certain standard to be a real woman. It's no longer okay to be a woman who raises her kids and stay home and don't go to work. That's no longer acceptable or considered to be an independent woman. And look at our Hollywood movies. Look at all our celebrities. What are the messages that they're peddling? Ultimately, it hurts women, which ultimately hurts men. And guess what? Hurt men hurt other people. Common sense. Walking down the avenue that is America, only one in three men under the age of 30 have had sex in the last year. And you hear sex and your brain fires. But the bottom line is, it's a key step to the elemental foundation of any society, and that is relationships. Men, young men aren't attaching to work. They aren't attaching to women. They aren't attaching to schools. We are producing too many of the most dangerous person in society. And we are losing out on a key. We're not going to have kids. We're not going to have a productive society. We're going to have more violence. And also, we're going to have a society that does not value uh, young men. And they do not. Young men are different. They develop later. And by the way, if you're a young man, this work from home thing is a disaster. All right. Before we get there, before we get into that part, right? <laughs> I got to focus on something, right? You're a man. Like, I know people are going to be upset when somebody says, be a man. Like, oh, what does it mean to be a man? Every man is different. This is not the ideal of a man. That's toxic masculinity. Blah, blah, blah. Miss me with that, right? Men and women are, of course, different. I don't care how you want to slice and dice it. They're different. Now, when you say they're different, you got to ask yourself, how are they different? In what way? Well, for one, we expect men. Men are the ones who are supposed to go to war with other people to defend the women and the children. That's been the way for majority of history. Are there women fighters today? Yes, but we're talking about the majority of history. So what kind of man do you want fighting your battles? A man who can't pick himself up and face reality for what it is and overcome those challenges? Or some man who cries and gets depressed and stays at home and sits on the computer all day, angry at the world, festering in his own emotions? Of course you don't. And of course we want to live in a society which doesn't encourage those type of men to exist. Because when things hit the fan, the first people I want lining up to defend what it is they care about and their values are men. But we can't say that. So this is not a woman problem. 
This is a man problem. Now, hero is when it becomes a woman's problem. If men have a problem in society and men are suffering and not becoming real men and picking themselves up and ready to take on this challenge of life, then of course women suffer in the process. So the question should be then, okay, women, I know that you may not care what happens to men, but understand it will affect you. So you got skin in the game as well. So all of you women who want to put down a man and tell a man, oh, you got to be on this certain level. You got to be a baller. You got to have all this money and stuff like that. You are creating an environment which is not safe for you. And that, that doesn't make any sense. They need young men, young men need, young men need guardrails. They need to know how to read a room. They need to put on a clean shirt. They know not to get high or drink too much during the week and then get into the office the next day. We have a crisis among young men. It is, it is, it is, it is one of the most, in my view, one of the most dangerous things in our society. And it is dangerous. It is very, very dangerous. I don't think enough people understand how dangerous it is. Now, it's only dangerous because of guys like me. I'm not talking about your Twitter gangster who sits on the line and spews out a bunch of negativity all day. I'm talking about guys who are capable of true violence. Guys who have no problem inflicting pain on other people. These are the people we want to create an environment for and motivate them to take certain paths in life and make it desirable. Now, all men are not something you need to worry about. But there are enough within the gene pool of men that this is a countrywide problem. And other countries are having this problem as well. Japan, for example. So I totally agree with him. Where do you put the phone in this equation? Because I put it high up. Because, thank you. Because I was reading recently a Tinder, two to one male to female. What? No, it's just a startling statistic, yeah. Right. <laughs> Why is it startling? I mean, it sounds like a great idea. Oh, I can just order women like I do a pizza on my phone. I think I'll have the Kelly today. <laughs> Except... When it comes to online dating, it is the worst, right? I'm lucky that I never relied on that type of um, environment. Like, I never had to worry about, like, trying to find true love on an online dating site and kudos to y'all who never had to do that. Right. But some people feel as if that's the only option because they work a lot or they got a lot going on in their life. So they go swipe left, right or right. But look, even if men wasn't suffering or men wasn't going through a crisis in America, men would probably still outnumber women when it comes to the dating apps, because let's be honest, men are on the hunt. Men are hunters just the way it is. And if men, for the most part, have the ability to swipe through multiple women to see who can who they can sleep with, they're gonna do it. Not all men, not men with certain values and certain morals, which we've lost in this country and we can't seem to agree on. And certain people have different prescriptions for that. And kudos to y'all. I may not agree with everyone, but at least some people have a plan. But I still think, eh, even if men was okay, they would still be on the hunt. Except when you when you go on it. It weeds out the people who aren't the best looking, I think, because, it, you know, it used to be go to a bar. Okay, maybe it was potluck, 
but yeah. you have to be able to learn to. I read in the comments, everybody. Uh, don't think I'm not reading it. Just trying to get through this video. I see, uh, I see, uh, desiccated limbs in the building. Elaine, welcome to the party. Lois, welcome to the party. Iron, welcome to the party. Tracy, I see all of y'all. <laughs> To talk to a woman, you, you they, they, I don't think they had to talk to a woman anymore because it's just on the phone. It's just like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, here's the thing, right? People put a lot of stock in, like, men don't know how to talk to women, right? It is guaranteed that really knowing how to talk to a woman is like 50% of the job, right? The other 50 is, are you attractive? Does she find you attractive? Do you have something that she desires or wants? And then that other 50 really puts you through the door, right? If a female sees that you got yourself together, that you, you take care of yourself, you look good, you walk good, you got a good job, you're taking care of business. You already did 50% of the job, probably more than that. Now, if you know how to smooth talk and you know how to really, you know, get through that to the home field, you, you're doing much better. And these are things that men for the most part can control. Right. But I wouldn't put too much stock on men not being able to talk to women because if you got enough going for yourself and a woman is really interested, you might not have to be the best talker in the world. You know, what's up and <laughs> send a picture of your penis. <laughs> like, that's going to work. <laughs> Sometimes. So you, Sometimes. you, you ask about the phone. Simply put, it's a disaster. Whenever technology comes into an industry, it consolidates it. Mating has been consolidated in the worst way. 50 men on Tinder, 50 women, 46 of the women show all of their attention to just four men, leaving 46 men pursuing just four women. If, if mating was a country, it would be more unequal than Venezuela. We okay. I'm not buying this, right? Here's my advice. Screw the dating sites. Screw them. Throw the dating sites out. You really don't need it. The best place to find a partner is in school, if you're in college, or at your job. If you work with other people. See, I always felt more comfortable getting to know somebody before I actually like went in for the move. I wanted to see how a person behaves. I want to see what their interests are. I want to kind of fill a person out and get them to know who I am before I make that move. It's better that way. See, when you're on these online sites and you're just swiping left or swiping right, just because a person is attractive don't mean they got a beautiful soul. Don't mean they look good on the inside. They might be gold digging or they might be, they might have an STD. Who knows? But they might have a bad attitude. Dating sites are not really designed for you to really get to know somebody. You're really basically gambling. And you hope you find somebody you're attracted to, while at the same time, it's not a horrible person. So I say find a person in your local community, somebody that you have contact with and that you have a chance of actually going on a date with and getting to know that person. We have huge mating inequality. And here's the problem. When people don't get together and there's no pheromones and there's no vibe, women and we don't like to. Now, uh, I see Elaine says, not at work, not at work. It gets messy. I've dated women in my past at my jobs and it never got messy because I think if you and a person work together, you got to understand, okay, here we are. We work together. And on the second tip, not only do we work together, we got to be adults about it. You cannot just get into a relationship with somebody 
without setting certain boundaries and certain rules and being realistic in it from the jump. People have to understand if this doesn't work out, if we don't, if, if, if we are not a good match, we have to understand that we are professional. We work here. Our jobs depend on this. And there has to be a game plan. Too many people rush into relationships without a plan. It has to be a plan that you can realistically both agree to. And if that person can't agree with your plan or y'all can't really hash out the details of what happens if something goes wrong, then, yeah, it's probably best not to deal with that person from the get-go. To say this on the left, primarily try and make very quick assumptions about this individual's ability to garner resources in the future. So what you have is this concentration of interest and you're ending up with Porsche polygamy where 10% of the men get 90% of the attention, which does not lead to good behavior or form long-term relationships. This is something I think goes back way further than our common day. This is way before the 21st century, right? Like for the most part throughout history, the most successful, the most good looking guys probably got the pick of women. More women were probably interested in those guys and hoping to get their attention because women date based on survivability. Women want to be with somebody that ensures their safety and not only their safety, but the safety of their children. Resources matter. When it came to women picking the right mate in most of history, it could have been life and death. That has not changed. Women still have that mindset. No woman wants to be with a man they don't feel like can take care of them and protect them and provide for them and their kids. So, like, why wouldn't women go after, like, the top 10% tier of men? It makes sense. Or not saying that women would go after the top 10, but it makes sense that the top tier of men have more choices and more options than women. E-commerce was disastrous for retail. Social media was disastrous for everybody. Online dating is disastrous for mating and for men. It's terrible. <laughs> All right. So that's, that's Bill Maher. I appreciated that. Gave good commentary. Y'all let me know what y'all think about it. One in a million, a million, the one villain. Too hot to be in the kitchen. I'll end up melting the ceiling.